Welcome to another episode of Healing Through Love. Each week, we share ideas, experiences, and resources to increase the awareness of domestic and family violence and to empower survivors to grow and thrive. We talk with experts who share their advice or with people who have experienced abuse, no matter where they are on their journey. This is all about healing through love. And now, here are your hosts, Charlene Lynch and Rose Davidson. The Healing Through Love podcast with Charlene Lynch and Rose Davidson. Join us for a powerful and heart-rendering episode as we welcome Regina LaFrance, author of the tell-all novel Shayla, in episode 88. Always be on the lookout for signs because a child is not developed and prepared to communicate verbally and um, they will let you know that they're in distress by showing you signs they may not want to go somewhere they may cry and ask you not to let them go somewhere and when you ask a child what's wrong or why don't you want to go and they don't talk or they don't say anything that's most likely a problem the child is having when the parents or the responsible adults not around Mm, yes The Healing Through Love podcast with Charlene Lynch and Rose Davidson. Hello and welcome to the Healing Through Love podcast. I'm your host, Charlene Lynch from charlenelynch.com. Healing Through Love is here to help victims and survivors of domestic and family violence find their way back to living a more fulfilling and meaningful life. We interview experts and survivors who share their personal stories and offer advice to those who've experienced abuse, no matter where they are on their healing journey. As well as the Healing Through Love podcast, we hold annual Pamper Days here in Adelaide, South Australia, for survivors of domestic and family violence, where local businesses come together and pay it forward to provide their services and resources for a day for our survivors, think Day Spa on steroids. It's a beautiful day of indulgence. And we're so proud that Healing Through Love has now gone global. And we now have eight different locations around the world that are hosting Pamper Days in 2024. We're very proud of that. If this sounds like something that you want to know more about, please reach out to us at Healing Through Love. We'd love to have a conversation, whether you be a practitioner or whether you're actually coming along as a guest. We'd love to have a conversation with you. Now, every week we have amazing guests, and this week is no different. We have a special guest with us, Regina LaFrance, has come a long way since leaving her native small village, a place she called home until the tragedy struck. Drawing from her direct experiences, her semi-autobraphical novel is Shyla. Now, I hope I'm getting the right name there, right? Is Shyla is a depiction of events that happened to her when she was violently raped as a young girl by a pedophile priest in her community. She tell in this tell all book, she speaks of the deep seated wounds and trauma that have followed her into her adult life as a thriving now as she is and in a, in a new place. And I'd love to introduce, hello, Regina, how are you? I am well, how are you? 
magnificently magnificent. Every day above ground is a good day. And we're definitely above ground. We're in two different continents, though. So we're in Adelaide, South Australia, in Australia. And where are you, Regina? I am in the United States, North Carolina. I love it. I love it. It's beautiful that we've now got these fantastic apps that we can jump on and have beautiful conversations, have that energetic connection, doesn't matter where we are in the world. So thank you, technology. Now, that is a tragic story that you share. And uh, writing the book must have been a very cathartic experience and, and difficult as well, all at the same time. And you must have had some uh, kickback, some pushback from family members as well to write the book. Did you find that the people around you were supportive for you writing the book? I found that my friends were very supportive. My family, they didn't really know at first that I was writing the book. And once um, they found out, they didn't really say much or they, they were afraid that it would still shame the family as I felt for 50 years. I I didn't want to shame my family. I didn't want my parents to feel bad that it happened. So I kept it always a secret. And once my parents passed, that's when I felt more free to share um, the story or share what had happened. And also by speaking with uh, trusted friends, I gained confidence to go ahead and, and share it. Mm. That's I have a lot go ahead. family dynamic, Regina. That, yes. That's how they hold us in this pattern of behavior so that we're, they're protected from their actions by keeping us in this place of blame and shame, uh, if not for ourselves, but also for our families. Mm. My family is very old fashioned and it's best to not talk about things that happened uh, of that nature. So I do have their support, but we don't really talk about it openly. Mm. Do you think life would be different for you, Regina, if you had stepped forward earlier to write the book? Possibly, but living in a foreign country 50 years ago, well, I'm 60 now, so you don't talk about those things. Mm. Yes. Uh, yeah, I understand that. And yet, though, we need to, don't we, to be able to have these conversations, to write these books, to tell others as a warning for, you know, who to trust, who not to trust, and for parents to have a level of awareness about what's happening in the environment for their children. Um yeah, so look, you've come so far. I cannot believe you're 60. You look amazing, Regina. Thank you. Unbelievable. Uh, so, you know, you've come a long way in writing the book and now you're at the other side. And, like, I'd love you to share with our audience, particularly because many of our audience have experienced similar challenges, you know, what is the, what's helped you heal? What are the things that have helped you heal? So I, for me, I lived my life for 50 years not loving myself and not knowing that I was worthy of love. And when I started writing the book and my small circle of friends um, were extremely supportive and they um, began to talk to me about it's okay to talk about this and I'm proud of you for um, writing this and I'm proud of you for 
having um, been a, a survivor on your own and alone for so many years. And then I started um, gaining confidence to talk about it some more. And then I started reading um, books on um, positive energy and self-care and self-respect. And I then really began to gain my confidence. And I learned how to love myself and how to love the person that I am. And then from there, I learned to let it go. And and uh, for me, let it go for me, not, not for anybody else or not for the abuser. And I learned to forgive myself for having been so hard on myself for 50 years. I was very shameful and very depressed and um, had feelings of self-doubt constantly. And um, I consider myself pretty lucky that I managed to live for 50 years without um, having, other than my depression and my sadness, my life wasn't too bad. I always managed to have good jobs and I always managed to, to live a, a, a pretty good life. But inside my mind and in my heart, I was always sad, always running from relationships, always running from situations and always feeling that I wasn't worthy of love. Mm, that deep wound and so and you turn to yourself and your self-love and loving yourself yes. first and yes others to then love you I love that so so what sort of things do you do in and around self-love now you've mentioned affirmations um so what else yes do you around that so when uh, my memories of when I was a very young child um from like six to ten years old I have wonderful memories of growing up on a farm and being outside with my father and running around and playing and collecting flowers for my mom and just being a child. So what I've done, I went back to those memories and I went back for, for looking for who I was probably intended to be which is I love nature, I love animals, I love people, and I love to cook because I did that as a child with my mom. So I went back to those memories and I adopted a totally new lifestyle and a new attitude and a new way of, of living because now I enjoy being who I am. I discovered that I can love still. I am the same person that I was when I was six, seven, eight, nine years old. And unfortunately, I don't have my parents now. But what I did um, in my book, I wrote a spiritual letter to my father. In that spiritual letter, I told him that I was very, very sorry that um, I was never able to open up to him as a child because my abuser had told me that my father would never believe me. And that if I wanted to be a good girl, I would need to, to not tell anyone. And he told me that it was all a bad dream, very, very bad dream. And after the incident of when I was really, really hurt by him, he and his mother, assured me and promised me that I would never ever have another bad dream and they sent me home 
at 10 years old after all that had happened. So I trusted that it would never happen again because I overheard conversations that he and his mother had. And his mother was very, very upset. She cared for me. And, but again, going back to the late 60s, early 70s, no one talked about these things. Hmm. You would just have a crisis in a family and that's it. You would handle it and the law would never be involved and you just move on and you don't want to be shamed. And at the time, that's how we grow up. That's how it was. Nobody was able to talk about anything. Hmm. We will all sit at the table. We'll always have dinner together as a family, but you would not talk about feelings or, or what happened. If you um, had a problem, you just keep it to yourself. Mm, we live in such a different world now where children have got Instagram, TikTok and access to everything. And it feels like sometimes we're living in a world where people overshare as opposed to the generation, I'm 57, so we grew up at the same time, uh, grew up in, a, in a, an environment where things were kept inside the family. Yes, and though these are the conversations that need to be held so that people can have that level of awareness and that we can protect our children. So, so the book's written and how do people, how do our audience get hold of the book? So um, my uh, the book is going to be published very, very soon. My website is lafrancemedia.com and LaFrance is L-A and then the word France like the country, lafrancemedia.com. And very soon you could just log into the website and purchase the book through the website. Excellent. So we do have that link in the show notes and also in the show description for our listeners today so that you can read this beautiful heartfelt story. I'm really keen to lean into the things, the processes that you followed to, to live at that higher frequency, to learn to love yourself again and to move forward. So you said that you do affirmations and you've read lots of books. Are there favorite books that you've read that you could recommend for our readers to listen to or read? Um, yes, I'll, I'll recommend one that um, I always refer back to it. And um, but before that, I just want to say that uh, also I've made it a point in my journey of healing through love to reach out to parents or anyone in charge of raising children to always be on the lookout for signs always be on the lookout for signs because a child is not developed and prepared to communicate verbally and um, they will let you know that they're in distress by showing you signs. They may not want to go somewhere. They may cry and ask you not to let them go somewhere. And when you ask a child what's wrong or why don't you want to go, and they don't talk or they don't say anything, that's most likely a problem the child is having when the parents or the responsible adults not around. Mm, yes. And yeah. for victims of trauma, I would like to just reach out and say it wasn't their fault that, that someone hurt them when they were a child. 
and loving yourself and looking in the mirror and finding beautiful things about yourself that you love, you need to remember those every day. I started out by reading the book, The Secret. Oh, I think <laughs> I think everyone knows uh, about the power of manifesting and the power of positive thinking. I'll read anything that it's related to the power of positive thinking and manifesting. Mm. You, where your thoughts go, your energy flows, or where thoughts flow, energy flows, something like that. So it's always about what you think in your mind, especially about yourself. Mm. Because when you think good things and beautiful things about yourself, then you can feel the same towards other people and towards nature and towards the earth, really. Mm. And another thing that I do is I, every day, I give something to someone. And typically it's something that I love. So if I have a candle or if I have a little knickknack or something that I love, I always make a point to every day I give something to someone. And if I don't have anything that day, I might just give $5, $10, $20 to a stranger at the grocery store just because. So every day I, I give something to someone and that gives me more back than I ever imagined, especially how I feel. Mm, it's so true. Energy flows. And, uh, and yes. just the act of giving away lets us know that more is coming. And That's it right. it's that six cycle, that cycle of, of things coming into your proximity. It's the holding on to things that's the challenge. I know I'm a recovered hoarder. So, yeah, the frequency shifts completely when you let go. Yes. And also that level of gratitude that you talk about too. Yes. That, uh, that's a high frequency right up there with joy and love. And uh, to live at that frequency and embrace that frequency is definitely healing. So I love that. So you high vibe and you've read some good books. Is there any other great books that you've that you've read that you really would recommend for us? I I am reading a a, a book right now. It's called You Are a Badass, <laughs> and and it's all about making decisions and staying by your decisions. You can always change your mind later. Create boundaries, be assertive, be confident on what it is that you want, hmm. give something away every day. It's just a wonderful book. Um, it's like a reference book. Every day I've read it several times, but every day I go back in and I read something that helps me. I also keep a, um, a journal. Oh! And I write every day, I write something. Yes. And I like, that's right. So every day I like to write what I gave away that day and who, and um, I give thanks every single day. And I um, always look for ways to keep my mind positive. And you don't have to write a journal for an hour, I, I just, write down a few things that um, I did for that day. And if it's towards the end of the day and I haven't done anything yet, that it's super positive and um, um, that offers me that gratitude feeling, 
then I go ahead and make a phone call or I send out a text to someone with an inspiring quote and that completes my day. Oh, I love it. That's fantastic. That is a great way to uh, to do life is to uh, to be in that space of gratitude and to give things away. That's beautiful, especially when you love them. That even adds more to the giving. Of That's them. right. I love that. So what's next for you? The book is going to launch obviously very soon. And uh, what what's next for you after the book? Well, um, I have another book in the works that follows this book. And but that's for next year. So for this year, I would like to just travel the country and meet other women and um, men too, but mostly women that are victims of uh, trauma and um, let them know that I love them and that I just like me, they too can um, achieve emotional freedom. And we start by just believing in our minds it wasn't our fault and we need to create an imaginary bubble around us where we feel protected you start out with a a small circle of people that you trust and a lot of times we need to kind of like remove ourselves a little bit from the people that are toxic or the people that are very negative we can still love them and we can still associate with them but for me the secret is to not engage. Mm. Yes, that's the boundaries, and isn't it, Regina? That's right. Mm. If you learn and master that you do not need to engage, then you're golden. You can say, oh, I understand. Or, oh, I totally understand. I, I totally, oh, I get it. I know how you feel. But do not engage because the second you engage, they win. Mm. And that's, that's difficult to learn. And if you have a trigger, if you have something that someone said something, or if you saw something or family issues that um, develop a trigger in your mind, the best thing to do is to recognize those triggers and handle them immediately hmm. within you. Tell yourself it's a trigger. It's not who I am now. And it's very difficult to... If someone says something to you that that uh, creates a trigger and you immediately want to defend yourself mm -hmm. or you want to say, oh, no, 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 it's not that. Or, I'm not like that. I, mm -mm. You don't have to justify anything to anyone, just yourself. Oh, and when I you do that, love that. That's right. When you do that, you create that boundary and you give that confidence you it's like the the imaginary bubble protects you from from negativity I and, love it. and then you that's right and Regina. that's why <laughs> i love it. When, how I've done it when people give me feedback i say thank you for your feedback and they're like they're waiting for a bigger response or they're waiting for me to become a, a right fighter or whatever's happening in their own brain. But when I just say thank you for your feedback and I say it genuinely with a smile on my face, they don't know what to do. So I do right. I love that. I love that, Regina. That's fabulous. I love it. So because it is all feedback, isn't it? And most of the time it's their stuff, not ours, and we only make it ours by engaging in it, yeah? That's right. Mm. And it is not 
our business and our problem if another person and these people can be your spouse or it could be your mother your father your sister your next door neighbor your best friend even it is not our problem or our issue if they have a problem mm. with you or the way you live life if you're kind and if you genuine you can never be wrong mm. uh, and you can say you can say anything that you need to say to anyone from a very good place in your heart. That is so lovely, Regina. I love it. I love it. So we're going to put the link up for the book so people can access that and also your link yes. Twitter and your Pinterest and your Instagram and obviously, obviously your Facebook as well. So we'll put those in the show notes so people can reach out to you and uh, they can go on the email list so they can get access to the book straight away as soon as it comes out. Yes. Yes, that's exciting as well. Yes, and um, um, I have I have my uh, Facebook page. It's uh, Shayla, the book that tells all. And I promise you, I promise you that you will enjoy um, the Shayla book. It's um, sad and there's a lot of dark um, moments, but it's not the whole book. The second part of the book is very inspiring and it's all about how I let go, how I was able to forgive myself for having been um, so depressed and so shameful for so many years and how I achieved that emotional freedom, that peace that we all look for to finish the puzzle. I love it. Thank you so much, Regina. That is amazing. Thank you. Oh, no, thank you. Uh, and in closing, Regina, is there some words of wisdom that you'd like to share with our audience? Just stay focused on positive thoughts and learn how you can love and respect yourself first. Oh. And everything else will follow. I promise you. Oh, everything I love else. that. That's fine. Always speak. Always speak from a good place in your heart. That's beautiful. And then you can do anything, really. Mm, that's so lovely. Thank Regina. you. I think it's amazing. And, uh, you know, for those of you who are listening and you can't see Regina, I'd go check out her Facebook because she looks amazing for 60 years old. Just saying. <laughs> Thank <those> you. Listening. <laughs> I love Thank it. Thank you so much. And also on my website, this um, uh, recap of the story and what the book's about they can read a lot about me and how i live my life now ah oh, i love it thank you so much regina if you're listening today and you'd like to lean into healing through love we're looking for people to participate with us and partner with us in locations all around the globe to bring these pamper days to people who are in need where they can experience imagine a day spa on steroids a much needed pamper to help them fall back in love with themselves and see the power that they have within themselves. Thank you again for listening to us today through Healing Through Love. And it's been our pleasure to bring Regina LaFrance and her beautiful new book. I love it. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Bye for now. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Healing Through Love. You can get further resources, see the show notes, or simply reach out to us via our website at htlaustralia.org. Thanks so much for joining us, and we look forward to your company next time on the Healing Through Love podcast.